What happens if you focus on self-improvement and engage in reading and traveling and picking up a hobby? What does that do for your energy level that when you go into the business, your energy is at an all-time high? So you're filling up that tank, investing in meaningful relationships, devoting time to your spouse or to your kids, close friends, maintaining those strong support networks, even though it's not a direct ROI in your business or return on investment in your business, but it increases the energy tank. Welcome to the Better Than Rich Show with your hosts, Andrew Biggs and Mike Abramowitz. The Better Than Rich Show helps ambitious leaders who are on a mission to leave the world better than they found it, change their perspective on what's important, increase their income and impact, and systemize their life and business. If you've ever struggled with finding your purpose, have felt disconnected or distracted, or found yourself going through the motions, this show will remind you that what you do matters and will re-inspire you to chase your highest dreams. It's time for you to become better than rich. Welcome back to the Better Than Rich Show. This is Mike Abramowitz, and I promised you on a previous episode I recorded about a message I've been delivering recently, and it was called Elevating Real Estate with AI, Tech, and Flow-Driven Processes from Agent to Master. And it's a spinoff of our operator to owner message, which has been really powerful. But I specifically been talking to a fair amount of real estate agents recently because of the climate we're in. So I wanted to just continue that conversation. And the conversation is about our first epiphany, our first secret. And again, this could be for anyone. It's not necessarily just for real estate agents by any means. I do believe any business owner can effectively benefit from this type of conversation. But if you do have a background being in real estate at all, whether it's being an investor or an agent, I do believe that some of this will be extremely relevant for you and also for anyone else. So the first question that I asked this group of agents that I was speaking to, do you know what your time is worth? So that's a question worth considering. And then once you know what your time is worth, are you willing to use team and tech to get anything under your target hourly earnings off your schedule? So we started the activity. What's your target hourly earnings? So the first question is pick a target income goal for the next 12 months. And then how many hours a week do you want to exchange for that amount of money? And then how many weeks a year do you want to exchange for that amount of money? And that gives you your target hourly earnings. So let's say if the income goal is $300,000 for the year, and I want to work 30 hours a week, and I want to work 42 weeks a year. So out of the 52, I'm going to take 10 weeks off. So you take 30 times 42, multiply those two numbers, and then you take that income goal of the 300,000 divided by 30 times 42. So doing some math on my nifty calculator here, 30 times 42 would be 1260. So 1260, and then you take 300,000 divided by 1260, that's $238 per hour. Now, this individual has a target hourly earnings. Now that this individual knows, okay, my time is worth $238 per hour, I need to figure out, there's two different tasks. What are all the tasks that are A, underneath this target hourly amount, and B, what are the tasks that are not getting done because they drain my energy, they're a distraction, they just don't get done, that if they were done, it could help my business move that is also under this target dollar per hour. So what I walk through with this group is I walk through all the different type of tasks that might exist for a real estate professional or 
really any professional, but specifically we, we targeted real estate agents for this message. The first one was communication tasks. So we went through a giant list of all communication-related tasks. This included email management, like sorting and filtering, responding to emails, scheduling appointments, answering phone calls, managing mailings, client follow-ups, thank you notes, holiday cards. All of that is under communication-related tasks. So we had them go through and check off as many of those tasks that made sense to them. So out of one, two, three, four, five different tasks, they would write down how many out of five. They say, yeah, I'd like to either offload those or those can get done by somebody else. Then we went to marketing tasks, website updates, like keeping listings and content current, designing flyers and brochures, creating promotional material, and organizing and managing any type of ad campaign. It's like, okay, there's three marketing tasks. Out of those three, how many could we offload? Then there was social media tasks. Social media tasks would be like social media management, creating and scheduling and monitoring posts, content creation, content scheduling, engagement, audience building, analytics monitoring, hashtag research, competitor monitoring. So we go through. Underneath social media, there's two, four, six, eight different subcategories for social media tasks. How many of those eight could we offload? Then we go to lead generation tasks, lead sourcing, identifying potential prospects, lead qualifying, reviewing and categorizing these prospects, CRM management, lead nurturing, lead tracking, cold calling and emailing, event planning for lead generation, like hosting a webinar or a seminar, an open house to attract new clients. Going through each of the lead generation tasks, there's two, four, six, seven of those. Then you go to listing and transaction coordination, data entry, like inputting listing information into the MLS, document preparation, generating, organizing necessary paperwork for these listings and transaction, transaction coordination, keeping track of timelines, deliverables, client database management, signage management, even just putting up yard signs. Who's putting them up? Because I guarantee that's under, in this example, under $238 an hour work. Research and reporting. So there's market research, client research, generating reports, general admin tasks like filing an organization and supply management. Like, do you have enough supplies? Do you have enough staples and paper, planning events, travel arrangements? Do you have any travel conferences or bookings or hotels or rental cars? Any of those types of things? Probably under your target dollar per hour. And then client relationships, client nurturing, like sending regular value-add communication to them buying them gifts and managing the gifts after closings or anniversaries, client feedback, administering and collecting client satisfaction surveys. So we take that list, there's like 30 or 40 different tasks. And from those 30 or 40 different tasks, we add them up. And if each task on average, let's say on average, it takes one to two hours to do each task per week. And if there's 20 tasks at one to two hours a week, that's 20 to 40 hours a week that can be offloaded. What does that do for your business? What does that do for your life? If you can offload that many tasks that easily to an effective human, an effective tool, an effective technology that can handle it for you. So that stirred up a lot of conversation in the room with these individuals. And that leads into the question of like, okay, if all of these tasks get offloaded, that means I got to pay someone to do that. Well, if I got to pay someone, 
15, 25, 35, $50 an hour to do this work. Well, great. It gets me my time back, but I'm not making more money. Where's the money come from to pay these people, to pay for this technology? That's where the big aha comes from. If you're making, in this example, $238 an hour, and I paid someone $38 an hour to do something, that means I'm now making $200 an hour because I'm paying someone else $38. So with my time, I then need to do something worth $300 an hour to offset that expense. Now, if I leave and I just go make a sandwich and sit on the couch and watch Netflix, that's probably not ideal. So I want to replace these lower dollar per hour tasks with high value activities. So the high value activities exercise is what's next. And the high value activities is what you want to leverage and reinvest into with that freed up time. So with that freed up time, high leverage activities might include in-depth market analysis. Are you understanding competitors, getting insights into the strategies and tactics of other agents in the market? Identifying market gaps, recognizing unmet needs or underserved areas within your market where you could establish a strong presence. What about strategic property portfolio development, enhancing current listings, improving the presentation and the marketing of existing properties to attract more potential buyers, sourcing new listings, actively seeking and securing new properties to add to your portfolio, aligning with market demands and trends. Strategic networking, building partnerships, collaborating with mortgage brokers, home inspectors, contractors. Think about this way. Who is always going to need to buy a house or need to sell a house? Well, probably someone who deals with the Ds, death, divorce, debt, disaster. So if someone dies, as an example, and the kid inherits the house and they don't know what to do with it, they're probably going to sell it. Great. I would want to partner up with an attorney because an attorney is dealing with those types of people. I might want to partner up with a financial advisor because they're dealing with someone who goes through divorce. I would want to partner up with a divorce attorney, a death attorney. I want to partner up with someone who specializes in advising and counsel for those that go through any type of disasters or hurricanes or tornadoes or any of those types of damages. So those are a couple of things that come up for me, establishing partnerships with those so I can have a, a referral partner in my arsenal client relationship building, investing time in nurturing and strengthening relationships for new and existing clients. If the average home is bought and sold in a five-year time frame, what is my strategy for relationship building during that five years? So that way I remain top of mind and they're excited to do business with me in the future. There's also continuous skill development. How can I enroll in courses or seminars or workshops to provide even more valuable insights and skills relevant to the industry? The ninja selling mastery. How can I deepen and strengthen my understanding of the ninja practice is what we were talking about. Then there's visionary planning for business growth. Do you have any type of future business trajectory, developing a strategic plan, outlining the growth and evolution of the real estate business short and long term, regardless of trends? Then there's like client-centric activities, like sales and consultations, engaging in deeper value-based conversations with clients, understanding and addressing their needs and aspirations. Content creation, crafting insightful and valuable content that resonates with your clients, positioning you as a trusted advisor. I think about public speaking and influence. What about community engagements, participating or organizing events, seminars, webinars, where you can be positioned as an export? Maybe it's starting a podcast or 
guesting on other people's podcasts, engaging with relevant audiences to establish yourself as an authority in the real estate field. And the last one from my lens is a personal development or well-being focus. I think about quality time with family, meaningful moments that energize you, health and wellness, prioritizing physical and mental health, meditation, proper nutrition. What happens if you focus on self-improvement and engage in reading and traveling and picking up a hobby? What does that do for your energy level that when you go into the business, your energy is at an all-time high? So you're filling up that tank, investing in meaningful relationships, devoting time to your spouse or to your kids, close friends, maintaining those strong support networks, even though it's not a direct ROI in your business or return on investment in your business, but it increases the energy tank. So that way I can pour from a full cup versus depleting that empty cup with all those draining tasks. So what happens is when we can properly offload the tasks that are below our target hourly earnings, and then make sure we're reinvesting that time into high value activities that either build up our energy, give us more focus, increase more revenue for our company, scale the company's growth. That's what's going to help us build the vision of what it might mean to be better than rich or from an agent to a master or an operator to owner. I mean, to kind of simplify it down, it's like, We need to make sure that the agent, the master is connecting, serving, and closing. Everything else we need to offload. Connect, serve, close, everything else offload. And that's that epiphany number one or secret number one or tip number one that I shared in this message. So again, what I'm doing here on this podcast right now is I'm I'm taking this message that I delivered to a real estate investment group, also several different real estate offices that had me come in and speak. And I'm delivering this message to help these individuals in the real estate space Help them see regardless of the market, regardless of the trends, there's a lot that's in your control, especially when it comes to leveraging your time, leveraging team, leveraging tech, leveraging AI, leveraging simple systems in the business. And that way you could have a high level of time freedom and what in the past has been a pretty time-sucking industry for a lot of individuals. So I really hope that this little series that I'm walking through here is helpful. And what I'll do is in our next recording, I will share how to harness AI in order to stay competitive. And again, it's not that hard. It just takes a little bit of a coaching. And that's what I'm going to give to you in our next episode. So I hope you're enjoying the series. If you didn't take me up on my offer in our last episode, I created an invitation for you to take our quiz at betterthanrich.com slash quiz. And on that quiz, it will give you 10 questions. And again, those are really great journal prompts, but you go through those questions. I think they'll be really insightful for you to reflect on. But once you answer those questions, it will give you a score. Once it gives you that score, it'll also give you a label, a grinder, a manager, a visionary owner, and it'll give you a bunch of different resources and tips and videos and workbooks and PDFs on the back end to support you in wherever you're at on your current journey as a business professional. And my invitation on the other end of that is to take your score and share it with our community. I don't know if you know, but we have over 1,300 members in our Facebook group. It's called Automate, Delegate, Systemize, and it's on Facebook. It's free. You can go to facebook.com slash the better than rich show. 
and that will take you directly to the group, but it's called Automate, Delegate, Systemize. And there's great conversations happening in there. And we would love to support you. Let us know what your score is. Let us know what you're focused on. Let us know what you're enjoying about this conversation and these topics and the questions you have. And by the way, if you do own a company or if you know someone who does that could benefit from having me come in and share this message live with them, if they have a captive audience or if they have a podcast or if they have a community, I would love to speak live and deliver this in an interactive way. I'm on a mission between September 2023 and February of 2024 to do 100 of these. So I'm really excited to continue to serve and continue to speak and teach and bring light on a very important topic of how do we make sure that busy, overwhelmed business owners are able to win back and buy back their time and reinvest that time into high value activities that matter most to them. So until our next episode where we dig into AI and how to simplify and use AI and stay competitive in the marketplace, and then we'll do our following episode on how to create a design in your business that's duplicatable and very simple, almost like McDonald-ifying your business as a specifically a real estate professional, but I think it'll be transitional for everybody else that owns a business. So till next time, as always, leave today better than you found it. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at better than underscore rich and join our Facebook group at the better than rich show. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to seeing you next time. And remember, leave today better than you found it.